NerdsReviews.com presents Nerds Talking, the podcast. Yo, we talk about lightsabers, stunning your TV screens, what you want to stream, everything beyond your dreams. Want to talk about movies, sports, or even politics. Go ahead and tune into us, we'll give you all of it. Whatever you debate, Xbox or PlayStation, Marvel or DC, Mac or PC. Teraflops when the movie drops, gigabytes, chips, RAM, no matter what it is, we got all of it. Welcome to the show. Nerds Talking, the podcast. Nerds Talking, the podcast, episode 16. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. It's your introductionary captain, Captain Phil Talking. We have a very special show today. So I've been wondering, you know, got to talk over for quite a while. It's stand-up comedy, and we have two stand-up comedians on the show tonight. So get ready. Uh, you better maybe learn how to tell some jokes and um, how to maybe not be funny. I, uh, you know, I don't know. Just get ready to wild ride here on Nerds Talking, the podcast. Let's get the show started. Welcome to Nerds Talking, the podcast. This episode is about stand-up comedy. We have Carlos here. Hey. He wants to, hey, we have our special guests. We have Ray Valido. Is that how you say your last name? That's exactly how you say it. What's your it stage is you name? It. Is it? Yeah, what's your stage name? Ray Ray? Ray Ray, Ray, Ray V, Ray Valido. Okay. Uh, or Next okay. Up. I think my next stage up. name would be Next Up. Yeah, oh, Next light. Up. Next yeah. up, and uh, our fourth individual here has been a stand up comedian for many years, and it is Lorenzo Hitman Thornton. Hey, and, yeah, there he is. What's there going on? Is. And we're gonna talk stand up, com- right there. yeah. Well, we're gonna talk stand up comedy. We're gonna, you know, <laughs> we're gonna see, uh, get some ins and outs, some tips maybe for you up and comers, you guys that want to jump on stage and tell your funny ha ha's and um don't do it that's a tip wow that's not really a tip that's just a downer thanks everyone for tuning in uh i like the guy with the most years doing it yeah the guy with the most years the guy just stay away from the stage stay away it'll rape your soul Uh, yeah but um, top ramen do it so, (laughs) so uh, so yeah, so let's start. Let's start it off. So uh, first, we'll start eating, with uh, Lorenzo. No, we're not worried about what Ray is eating on the show. No, he's eating right now. It's doesn't rude. matter what he's eating. Shut up! Damn it! We're <laughs> doing a show. Rude. Anyway, Lorenzo. Yeah, let's start with Lorenzo. Oh wow! Oh, he's <laughs> flossing his teeth. Okay. Anyway, oh. let's start with Lorenzo. Okay. Damn, Lorenzo. Uh, Yo, tell people how long you've been doing it, and um. How often you perform? Of course, pre-pandemic. And, yeah. Uh, and who are some names you've opened up for that everyone would recognize? Well, I've been doing it about 20, 20 plus years now. Um, God damn. I've been doing it since, uh, well, stand up since, you know, forever having sex since I was 15. Um, Wait, but what? uh Said I've been doing it, doing it, you know. Uh, oh, doing I it. it. I got doing it. Doing it. Okay, no, okay. No, oh, I got we're it. Doing already. it. We're with you. <laughs> we started. <laughs> okay, everyone, hold on. This is gonna I didn't be know good we're gonna tonight. do. Yeah. I didn't know we we're gonna do fi- uh, dad jokes. We're doing bits. I we're didn't know bits. we were doing dad jokes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. Let's do it and start the show. Okay. Anyway, Lorenzo, go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. You've been doing it since you were 15. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, no, that's the sex part. No, actually, the sex is since I was 12. Okay. Um, uh, called Hitman got, for, it, yeah, called Hitman for a reason. Okay. Well, <laughs> less, at least we know you're not an assassin. So now we know you just been diddling, the air is clear. diddling older women since 12 years old. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I've um, been doing it since, yeah, since about 20 plus years, uh, since, Actually, I, I actually started performing in high schools. I didn't even start in comedy clubs yet. Um, I was part of I was part of this organization called Friday Night Live. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, the, those little party sober drug free type organizations for high yes. schools and all that in the nineties. Yep. Yeah, 
they uh, toured around to all the high schools and junior highs and continuation schools, things like that. And I was actually dancing for a rapper at the time because, you know, I've done a little bit of everything, not just doing Wait, what's, what was his name? What was his name? Uh, Mixula, Count Mixula. Count Mixula? Yeah, he's still around to this day. He lives out in the Count, Bay Area. Count Mixula. Not the same as the DJ, is it? Yeah. Yeah. He was a D- DJ. Too, right? I was going to say, a, yeah, he's a DJ. So he was a rapper, though, a, when you were dancing. Yeah, he, okay. he still rap a bit, um, but uh, yeah, he DJ'd. He he um, he did DJ for one or two, but it was really. I think it was brief. I can't remember how long. He didn't. Um, there was a lot of okay. politics he, with that place. He stopped at the rapping time. after he saw you dancing. Um, <laughs> so basically, you were a, you were a, a b boy backup dancer for the biggest rap phenomenon to ever come out of. <laughs> whatever high school you went to and uh, no no we we didn't go to the same high school i met him through a friend of mine uh, um, okay now so but you weren't doing comedy like you said in high school you were just you were probably like the guy that told the you know told the jokes to your friends and people you know gathered around you know. uh not not so much um i love i've always liked entertaining people um, so not necessarily so much as telling jokes, um, just did a lot of physical humor. Um, but I've also liked dancing, performing. I did, I was doing, I took theater class in high school. Um, and, but when I got with Friday Night Live, I was dancing, you know, for Mitchell when he was rapping and everything. And then later on, I started branching in doing stand up for Friday Night Live. But I was doing mostly impersonations at the time. I wasn't really Ooh. doing that much materials. Hold do on. One. Wait a do second. One. Oh, do one. Yeah. Do one. Do one. Do one. Give me one. Just do one. one. Do one right do now. One. Go ahead. Do Wrong one. Visual. Uh, <laughs> I want to hear one. Hey, can you do a boxer? Give us one. <laughs> Go ahead. Give us one uh, imp- imp- impersonation you did when you did the Friday Night Lights. Uh, Friday Night Lights. Uh, well, Bill Cosby was probably the easiest okay, one. Do it. For do it. This fucking. Um, uh, see. Well, see when I met the girl, you know, and I took the pills and I put it in the cup, and then I snuck her off into the back bedroom. You see, and uh, you know, it was it was stuff like that. I haven't done it. In That's so pretty long. good. I, I like not that. Not bad. Not bad. Oh, no. wasn't bad. I was waiting for the whole pudding pop part, but it's all good. So was a, was a pudding pop as well. <laughs> so so when did you get into like stand? Like what was your what was your first stumble in the stand up? Um. Well, going to, well um, before punchline came to sacramento and all that the only two clubs that were around was laughs unlimited Mm -hmm. so there was and there weren't all these um like other open mic rooms there weren't all these comedians or some comedians that were holding classes or anything like that you basically you know grinded you know you did things the hard way um you really had to go to those type of clubs go to the open mics um, so either here or going out to the Bay Area to San Francisco. Um, so Laughs Unlimited, I went to a lot, um, hung out there, uh, you know, just doing the open mics. And um, and then eventually um, Punchline came to town. Actually, um, correction, let me backpedal here. Um, um, there used to be a Laughs Unlimited, if you remember, in uh, Citrus Heights in the 90s. Because there used to be a Laughs Unlimited in Citrus Heights and in Old Sacramento. And then eventually uh, the one in the Citrus Heights area closed down and just the one in Old Sac remained. Okay. Um, but the one in uh, Citrus Heights I performed at, um, I did a comedy competition there. Um, but I was really, really green still. Um um, so some of my material, you know, wasn't really some of it was kind of hacky. And again, well, I was just you, doing it. you're just you're just starting out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I'm, I'm pretty being, sure in the competition. Yeah. How did you do in that competition? What place did you get? Oh, uh, I didn't place anywhere. I mean, 
I was, I remember um, I missed the runner up spot because I did something serious in my act. I was, um, I forgot what is it that I said. Um, Cause I think around this time, I think the Gulf war was going on too. Oh, you did a joke um, like pertaining to that. Well, not to the, not, not necessarily a joke. I, I just said something, you know, something you, positive you, and serious. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. So, Bill Cosby. So yeah, as Bill on... Cosby. Yeah, did you say it as <laughs> no. Gulf War? Oh, like, it's more like Seinfeld. The what Gulf War. That? Whoa, <laughs> that's my Jerry. What is What's the deal? That? The What's the Gulf War? That's wild. Wow. Yeah. Well, no, I, I I was having a good energy going with my performance, and then I it went to a grinding halt when I got serious on that. You got topic. you got political. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And um, but yeah, I was beaten by a few points. Um, I could have had the runner up spot, you know, the alternate spot if I didn't, if I had kept the energy going. So so what point when you when you started doing stand up and it was like a serious thing, like I'm going to take this serious. Did it click for you? Like, okay, this is my this is my angle. This is this is where I'm going with it. Um. It's something I always knew I wanted to do was perform. As far as doing stand-up, um, prob- uh, probably after um, I started getting serious with it after um, my uh, my Magic Mike days. Let's just put it that way. Magic Mike, as oh, in wow. like the movie? You were a stripper as well. Wait, wait, yes, we talking about, yes. You were talking oh. about you were, you were swinging it around and... Yes, like, I was. You were, you, basically, <laughs> you you were like a constant open mic for the ladies. <laughs> yes, I was. Very yeah. nice. I hope it oh, wasn't yeah. because they were laughing at you, <laughs> and you're like, oh, maybe I could do this for a living. People were laughing. Get a mic yeah. way down low. They're like, yeah. They're like, he was like, he was on stage, like, I don't understand what's so funny. This might Why work. Are they out. laughing at me. <laughs> I'm gonna tell some jokes as I'm doing this. Hey, everybody. Uh, anyway, no. so basically, you were uh, uh, stripping more or less. Yeah, I, I ventured in that area because it just had to do with I loved performing. I loved entertaining. You know, that's what the whole aspect of it was. And around the mid, mid 90s, I, I would say around the early to mid 90s, that's when the whole exotic male review boom ex- was, was was exploding. And then towards the late 90s, it started slowly fading out. And once that happened, then I started transition you know, stand-up comedy and it's a quite yeah, a transition it it's quite yeah. a transition very you know? very yeah very. like hey man this is running dry you didn't you know jokes i know a couple <laughs> all right man get on stage <laughs> like what <laughs> but but yeah but even in that world was competitive because you had certain companies and clicks and all that kind of thing so well i mean um, isn't that the same with comedy though in a sense um the, well the difference is you're still you know, it's just you, but when you're stripping, you're with a company, you have to belong to a group and to be able to perform certain places. Oh, no, I got that. But in a comedy sense, isn't isn't it like better to know people that can more or less always call you? Hey, hey man, I got a show out here. Come on, man. I'm going to put you on three nights or, you know, well, yeah. kind of. Well, yeah, networking is a big hustle yeah, part of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time, yeah. big time. But also you got to know who to trust and and a lot of that is trial and error. Oh, cuz I sure. I've been I've been burnt and stabbed in the back many a times. I still I'm like um <laughs> from Ray. before. <laughs> oh, that explains look everything. Where you are now. Exactly. Uh, yeah, look at that. Exactly. I'm world famous. I got my own podcast. Uh well, I mean, uh, Lorenzo, what? Um, oh crap! Because you cut me off with a Ray joke, threw me off. Um, but Ray will tell me jokes after. Um, Lorenzo, why don't you tell us where you've been? What countries have you visited to perform? I know you've been around the world. Give us a couple of spots, and then we got to let Ray talk because he looks like he's falling asleep. Oh, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna, it's all good. Hey, listen, it's listen. We're good. gonna give Ray a segment. Just you know, don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Well, right now. Ray, do you have a strong I'm, five? You have a strong five. <laughs> All right, Lorenzo. Yeah, where, Lorenzo where have you been? <laughs> where have you Where have you performed at in this planet? Oh, the Killer Five. Well, I've been to uh, Okinawa, Japan, Korea, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Canada regularly, and uh, Iraq and Kuwait. So, what brought you out to those places? Was it like uh, uh, what do they call those shows? USO. Uh, USO. USO. So, so you were part of like the USO shows. 
Yeah, pretty much. Nice, and, nice. And a lot, and again, a lot of that is networking and yeah, meeting yeah. other comics and finding out. Uh, or they they say, oh yeah, I just did something over here. I just did. You know, I'm like, then you're like, oh, who books that or who handles that? Now the tricky part with that is you got a lot of comics that don't want to give up their golden goose. Yeah, of course. So yeah. some of them won't tell you, or some will, you know, try to discourage you from doing it. Yeah. Oh, don't go out to um, Iraq. I was shot three times last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, you know, it was funny. But uh, but then but then you do meet some genuinely uh, nice, cool dudes that uh, will definitely you know point you in the right direction and help you out. And then who's the biggest name that you've either opened for or you were like you know the middle act? Who's the biggest name? If you just named one name, it'd be like holy turd balls, who would it be? Mm. Ray Valida. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to say Tommy Dave. I want to say Tommy Davidson. Okay, but where was this been, at? Uh, Tommy T's in Pleasanton. Oh yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I've been to that club actually awesome. when I lived out there. Yes, but then there was uh, DC Curry. I you know um, opened up for. But see, but some of these names, some of the people I've opened up for, some were still like ghetto superstar back in those days. They weren't really a household name yet. Only if you followed, you know, black yeah, comedy yeah. Yeah, and that yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like or, Ray. <laughs> yeah, no, I get I, I, Yeah, I get it. No, I mean, yeah, that's. And how about before the pandemic? Were you still performing on a regular basis? Were you like still hitting the clubs in Northern California and so forth? Um, I was uh, traveling to Canada a lot. Oh, okay, nice. Can you perform yeah. in Vancouver? Don't you? Uh, n- um, I was going to until the pandemic hit. But isn't that um, typically the spot you go when you perform in Canada? No, uh, no, Ed- Edmonton. Oh. Al- Edmonton. Oh, Edmonton. Al- wow, Alberta. That's a whole different thing right there. Wow. Oh, big. Is big that like ghetto or something? Ghetto, Edmonton. <laughs> Middle I don't of know. The country. I don't know Canada. I don't know. No, Canada. no, no, no. Imagine uh, roads paved with maple syrup. <laughs> that's a, I just, it's, oil it just country over your, there, Edmonton. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Big oil, oil country oil. town. Oh, it's yeah. very affluent. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll get back to Lorenzo. We're gonna do is gonna take a break here on Nerds Talking the podcast. We'll be right back with Ray Valido, another stand up comedian who uh, he's more or less starting out, but he has some, uh, yeah. He has more a resume. More like he less. Is, he is, uh, <laughs> Shut up over there, guys. <laughs> anyway, right <laughs> back after this on Nerds Talking. But that was a very interesting. Lorenzo used to be a stripper, and uh, now he's a stand-up comedian. So it's kind of hard. You know, it's kind of like, in both ways, he's holding something in his hand to entertain the audience. So I get it. He's kind of got to do the same thing, too. Man, that's, and then Ray's coming up, and he has uh, he has some story to think, and he has some jokes. He has a strong five. I don't know what strong five is. Is it five friends or something? Do you work out? I don't know what's going on. He's a DJ, though, I think. And then, anyway, let's get back to the show. We'll find out right now. And Nerds Talking the Podcast. Welcome back to Nerds Talking the Podcast. We're back here with Carlos. I didn't want to say anything right now. Ray and Lorenzo. And we're going to jump into Ray hey. Valido and his take or his, his, uh, his stand-up and how it's My going story. or how how it started for him and and how why is it he wants to pursue such a such a thing as stand-up comedy so ray when did you start stand-up what got you into it why would why did you want to do it so you guys know i'm a, also a, a mobile dj radio dj still am a dj That's yeah yeah so ray is a about. dj yeah ray's a dj that's what uh, kind of got me on the mic, always trying to be in front, be the funny man. Um, so if you give me a mic, give me a crowd, mm-hmm. I'm a totally different person. Um, I'll approach you. Um, I'll do things I normally don't do in public. This sounds very much this like harassment. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, I'll approach you and I'll do things to you I wouldn't normally exactly. do in public. <laughs> So, you know, take <laughs> the back alley he's the, DJ. He's the DJ Richard Ramirez. <laughs> um, when people, uh, if someone says I'm pretty funny, like after a gig, uh-huh. 
Hey, how do you know? Mm. How do you uh, prepare to be funny? You know what? I don't know what I'm going to say until I say it. And uh, sometimes I regret what I say at the end of a gig. I've almost got my ass kicked many Ooh, times. Give me an example, just something. Oh, like, oh wow. I got an example okay, for you. Uh, we'll have to bleed it out. Wow. Mm. Oh, don't worry. remember when we're we were at the club, Empire? Ray? Remember? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, like, uh, horrible, one time dude. I was working was... the working the the wedding crowd. For mm-hmm. a wedding, we were doing really well. We were playing all the uh, dinner music, typical and songs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. typical songs. And the uncle of the bride, I guess he's a he's an expert on what is salsa music versus mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. is not salsa music. Oh, okay. And I'm, you know, I'm, I got my wireless mic walking around, and um, I think I'm playing salsa music. I'm Asian. It it all sounds like salsa to me. Okay. Mm. And he actually. If offended me, go, hey, that's not salsa. And I'm like, bitch, who gives a fuck? I'm thinking in my head, right? But I, I need to remain professional, right? Did you grab the mic and go, no, it's pace. No, no. Pace for content. I already had the mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, New York City. And I, I kind of debated him. We were like debating uh, whether it was salsa or not. And like, I like how you got to debating it. What song are you playing? Like, whoop, there it is. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it was actually, uh, it was actually cumbia. Have you heard of cumbia? Music? Yeah, uh-huh, cumbia. yeah, yes. uh-huh. yes. uh-huh. Okay, it, it, it sounded like salsa. No, okay, I'm not going to like cumbia music is not salsa music. So I'll give it to him there. But you yeah, didn't know that. It, well, like, I to you, you, it's just, you just, yeah, you know, as a DJ, as he same. didn't know that. Good call. Good call. Yeah, good call. Well, you know what? If it's got, you know what? Get out of here. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Carlos. I'll tell you, Carlos, what I told the, the uncle, which offended him. Go ahead. Well, you know what? I tapped on his table, and there were like nine other people at the table. Enjoy your seat. Which means oh, don't dance you told you don't him? Want to. Ooh. I told him. <laughs> nice. going about, now, did you have the microphone? So all the, everybody all was like, enjoy your seat. And you're like, oh, shit. I, have the mic- <laughs> no, I, I should him, not like, carry this with mic. me at all times. Oh, okay. And, uh, okay, so besides so that, like... To- I mean, besides that, it's just like, what got you into stand-up? You, basically, you're saying it's because all the okay. DJ gigs, you kind of feel comfortable in front of the mic and you feel like, like you said, it's like when I perform rap music or used to, when I was on stage, it wasn't me on stage. And that's how I approached it. Exactly. It, it was, this is my rap persona on stage. And I could do this all night as this persona. And as soon as I jumped, as soon as I left stage, I was like, mm, I'm going to take a a poop everyone i'll meet you after this like it's kind of funny because being an mc at a at a, an event i've learned because i've only been doing comedy for four years is much different than being on a, on a stand-up stage stand-up is a lot, a lot more challenging but how i got into it was i met a seasoned comic he was actually the host at a, a wedding I did. So I was the MC host and he was a guest host because he was, uh, uh, the groom invited him because he, he followed this guy named Jimmy Earl. Maybe you heard oh, of him. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm thinking, you know what? I've actually been writing bits that I've never performed on a notepad for years. So I just, this might be funny one day if I ever do stand up. And I confess this, hey, Jamie, I've always wanted to do stand-up. I've got bits ready. Really? What are you doing on September? Blah, blah, blah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he offered me to, to, to host tonight. Like, like host, host tonight. And, like, like open fuck? act slash host? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, basically introduce the comics that night. Tell a few jokes in between. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. your gig. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He, so that was like three months later like oh shit next thing you know he's a uh, stealing my picture on facebook and making a flyer like oh shit this is real okay i got a date so my first gig was actually at the punchline never been on a mic before oh nice like a stand-up stage actually i take that back it was a laughs unlimited and that's where that took ah, downgraded it okay yeah sorry and then i went to uh to punchline a few times but i don't know how many times you've been <laughs> so on basically like stage. you did that and you did a bunch mm-hmm. yeah 
but you you've done like uh open yeah. mics primarily or do you do like like are you going to gigs in the sense of like you're the opening act or the second up and so forth that now at this so point open mics you have to stay busy with open mics unless you're like invited and lorenzo can attest to this uh to to be featured yeah on the show yeah. or you just gotta ask hey you got you got a guest spot i could be on your show because it's either going to be a show where there's tickets involved or it's an open mic where you get five minutes and you got to get off the stage yeah, and yeah. sign oh, up and sure. yeah. go on ever yeah um yeah yeah and then what but yeah i've been on a maybe mm-hmm. no go ahead So mostly open mics, but lucky enough to have been about on about ten of those shows. Nice, um, nice, nice. And and are you comfortable at this point on stage, or you still get nervous, or do you still feel like oh fuck? Do you feel like this bit you know might not is? work, you, or this you bit gotta works? get up there? I don't work. I don't work out enough. And um, oh, working I got out, you. of course, is yeah, getting on yeah, the yeah, mic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the comfort you know, level is not your there. Material. Yeah. So, exactly. And that's what makes it so different from uh, emceeing at a gig. Oh, yeah. Oh, and plus when you're emceeing at a gig, you also have the music and, you know, you get in that zone with the music and, you know what I mean? And, and half the people aren't even listening, really. The other half are. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And, and you can kind of... expected to be funny. No. And when you are, you, you're kind of just pointing out funny things that you're seeing and you know and yeah no for sure it's a whole different thing um this is for both of you though what kind of humor do you do like uh, are you guys what would you categorize your stand-up comedy act is it um i don't edgy is it uh observation is it like what kind of humor would you categorize you guys uh, as your as your stand-up yeah whatever i find funny but what typically is the lane you're in you know what i mean is it more is it more uh, uh, like um, dirty? Is it more? Um, I don't know. Like, like, give me an example of something that you say that you know. I don't know. Give me, I guess give me give me a a segment. Not necessarily the I've jokes, but something you talk mic, about. But sometimes it just depends on the type of show you're doing, the type of crowd you have, what kind of room you're in. I can be clean. I can be dirty. Um, yeah, it just doesn't matter. Whatever, you know, the energy or the vibe I'm getting from the audience. Sometimes I'll test the audience with certain jokes and depends on the kind of response I get from them. Um, I know what type of audience I'm dealing with, so I know what what will work and what won't. Yeah, if you've got a nerdy, uh, sophisticated crowd, it's to kind of tailor to that if it's a little more uh, street and uh, or if it's like my own people like culturally or oh, i got a whole filipino set i could do uh, yeah it's gotta be ready yeah and that's 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 typical i mean and you know how that, that is you can perform in front of a filipino set and do those type of jokes and they're gonna just eat it up you know hey, those like stereotype a, uh, type of jokes about the parents and yeah, Wait, I gotta make a What's quick, up? quick, quick run to the bathroom. Sorry, I know this ain't you good go podcast. For we'll take, a, been... with you. take the phone with you. Hey. Take the phone with you. Take yeah, the phone, take phone with you. Hey, hey, hey. Then it's like mic. it's like a live. Yeah, yeah it's like a live mic. magic mic. Let's go. Hey. Oh hell no! Hey, hey, slap it against the phone. The water's cold. Is the water cold? I'll be right back. Good lord! All right, hey, we'll take a break. We'll take a break here on Nerds Talking. We'll take a break here on Nerds Talking the Podcast. We'll be right back here with our stand-up show, Nerds Talking the Podcast. We'll be right back. So Ray used to be a, or he's a wedding DJ, and um, it's funny, he doesn't know what salsa is. Salsa comes in many types. You can get with corn in it. You can get it, uh, paste with cone sauce, like they said. Uh, New York City, remember that? That was funny. Actually, that's funny than anything Ray has said so far. It's kind of kind of interesting right there and um as for Lorenzo right now currently as we speak he's uh he's taking a, a bathroom break so hopefully that goes fast right here back on nurse talking the podcast we just have two stand-up comedians with us ray valido and lorenzo hitman thornton well you're gonna hear jokes we're gonna t- make lorenzo. these guys tell us some funny stuff okay do you sit but, down to pee or do you stand up uh it depends that on is the true you just went to the restroom I know, yeah. Okay, how was your mood just now? Happy? Uh, 
I'm lighter on my feet. <laughs> I, I like. I'll just I'll step honest, into man. the bathtub and spray honest, on my feet. Man. I sit down sometimes when it's like early in the morning. It's I don't want to stand up, so I'm not going to hit everything. Hey, you got no energy everything. to stand up. Absolutely. Right? You know what? Absolutely. I not just that. What I Absolutely. I'll go. I'll sit down, hoping that the deuce comes out, and I can get my day started two pounds lighter. And then, the, and then the deuce doesn't come not, out, and I'm like, ah, it's more comfortable our, just sit here sneak up on you while you're inside oh it'll sneak up at you at a target parking lot or something and then uh and then you're sitting on your phone in the morning it's like oh twitter and then 30 minutes later your legs are all numb and you're and you can't even stand up you're gonna fall flat on your face because you thought you're gonna take a phantom poop and that's every morning for me (laughs) that's disappointing so anyway i know (laughs) so that happens to me after i drink iced coffee uh, Nah. Oh, iced coffee. Oh yeah, that that oh, cleanses me right after out. After I drink Long Island iced teas, I can't feel anything from the from the waist down. So, okay. So <laughs> Carlos did have a question for Ray, and I think it had oh. to do with. Um, oh Ray, do you do uh, any impressions? impressions? So, I don't know if you do impressions. That's a good question. Oh, it it requires. It requires what? What happened? Cut out. It requires what? Okay. Here. It requires a setup. I have to introduce the impression. So, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Here we go. Otherwise, you'll like, what the fuck is that? Okay, go and ahead. And you guys go. have to ask me what happened with that uncle because uh, that, that shit was another finished. Okay, hold on. You want me to ask you right now? No, here's my impression. Oh, no, after the impression. A... So it's like a person on hold. Is he a method actor? <laughs> hold, hold on. Let's get back. I don't know what's going on <laughs> right now. Please. He's doing an impression of somebody it was who's going to be something with a Scarface. God, it's man. a mime. Oh, Scarface. Hold on, hold on. Shh, shh. He's doing a Scarface thing. Shh, shh, shh. Here we go. No, it was going to be a... Uh, Can I ask now? What happened to the uncle? Bolivian. Wait, wait. Yeah, let's just, jump, let's just jump to the uncle part. Yeah. <laughs> no, so uh, he's pissed off, Bolivia. right? So I go back to the DJ oh, wait. booth. Oh, wait. Uh-huh. Okay, let's, let's recap. Oh, my God. Let's recap. Remember, I, I told you. Let's him, recap. Uh, Hold on. Recap. This, uh, Ray that's was, not salsa uh, music. Yeah, yeah, salsa exactly. Cumbia. Right? So I'm at, at a salsa. wedding, the Mexican wedding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Continue. Continue. And during the uh, dinner music, I'm entertaining with various uh, Latin vibes. And I thought I was playing salsa music, which was highly requested. And I was playing something that was actually not salsa music. And one of the oh, uncles, who was I knew, pointed that out to me and I was not liking that very much. And I told him, well, enjoy your seat. He was we pissed. heard this. So like yes. 10 minutes later, 10 minutes later, I'm back with uh, my partner, DJ Stefan. We're just doing our thing at the, at the turntables. And here comes the bride mm. saying, my uncle is going to leave. You insulted him and he wants to leave. What happened? That never happened to me. And like, was that the impression? And, and the groom was there too. No, no, no. I'm like, I just pissed off the customer. What the fuck do I do now, right? And I, I smoothed it out. I had to buy this is the worst setup I've ever heard. <laughs> Wait, this is the impression. setup to the impression. Wait, this no. is not the new impression. I'm trying then. to finish that story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good with that star. We're good with that star. It's not this. You didn't come out here for wedding stories. We're done with that one. Okay, we're done with that. One. Okay, 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 okay. Here's my impression. Impression time. Here we go. <laughs> of a uh, a Bolivian, a Bolivian um, drug lord, angry at his rival Cuban drug lord. Okay, okay here, here we, we go. go. Here we go. What happened, Tony? <laughs> I love it. That was good. That was good. That was good. I mean, was good? I was waiting for more. I'm waiting well, for Tony to come. Anyway. Like, I don't know, boss. Boss, I don't know. I was, I was taking no, the phantom was poop, like a... and then uh, Greg got shot, and I came out of the bathroom, and Greg's like, you did not have to poop right now. I know. I noticed I did not have to poop. It was a phantom poop. 
What is Uruguay Italian? <laughs> Not even fucking Cuban. <laughs> oh man, no soup for you. <laughs> but oh. you know, I was doing a, I was doing a, <sighs> what's his name? What's the guy he was working with uh, in Bolivia? Are you actually doing yeah, somebody? Anyway. Um, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, he's he's though. doing a Scarface. That. that was good. Okay. I mean, that was a good one. I'm not gonna lie, because I expected like, yeah, that was good. That was, that was not bad. That was not bad. Okay, so, anticipation. <laughs> it was a big so, letdown, um, but the anticipation is what made it funny. You know, that's good. Oh, and I was like, what's next? Three, three words. <laughs> that's all I needed. Honestly, it's all I needed. I'll use it. I'll um, use it. Because because you because you built it up like okay, hold on, mm-hmm. I get ready for this, and then yeah, then that's all we got like, again. Like what? this genius, it was a genius setup. It's like, like mm-hmm. it's like one of those Dave Chappelle sets up where he tells you a joke at the beginning and then he somehow comes all the way back to it 30 minutes later and he's like, like that, bam. You're like, oh shit, that shit hit me in the face out of nowhere. It's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty that's, good. So that's my next question yeah. is um my next <laughs> my next question is what uh is your worst experience on stage, like bombing wise, where you're Silence. like, Oh my god, this Silence. is going so bad. Oh man. No, no, I know that, but when like like where were you and like did you think yourself like wow this I'm really just this is crap tonight? Like Lorenzo, go first. Oh I'll never forget this. Um <clears throat> well let me let uh, well Excuse me while I set this up. Uh, I just got done working a, I was, I just got done doing my, no, no, that's, that's another one. Uh, (laughs) That involves stripping though. Um, You piss off anybody's uncle? No, 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 just, just go ahead. Continue. (laughs) Oh, the uncle's the one that hired me. Um, (laughs) No, I just got done performing, doing, performing my first week at a comedy club at Laughs Unlimited. So, you know, I was kind of feeling myself a bit, you know, because I, I did good. I was like, okay, this is awesome. Yeah, all right. And so I don't know what possessed me to do this, but, um, you know, because there's a few other, you know, comedians I knew, I knew about this competition, this other competition that was going on. I said, okay, let me go do this competition. But it was a black comedy competition my very first black comedy competition. So this is the first time I learned there's a difference between performing in front of a, a white audience slash mixed audience and a black audience. Um, the guy that, the guy that uh, and first it, the competition took place in Oak Park. So there you go right there. It's a little different now. It's all gentrified now, whatever. Um, but a lot of the comedians that were going up were killing. They were they were destroying it. And I had to follow this one guy that went up, um, can't Ron something, I can't remember his last name. Um, he went up before me. I had to follow him basically, and he killed, he destroyed. I went up there, and mind you, like I said, I just got done doing my first week. And also, I'm still kind of fresh off from doing performing at high schools. So my energy is different. Um, the type of crowds I'm used to performing in front of were way different than an all adults black audience. That's basically almost like the Apollo. Um, went up on stage, you know, turd told my first set of jokes, dead silence. And I'm just sitting up there with that look on your face, like, huh, like, like, remember, remember the Looney Tunes uh, cartoon with uh, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, where whenever Bugs Bunny walked out on stage, uh, they cheered and applaud for him. But when Daffy Duck tried to come mm-hmm, out, mm-hmm. dead silence, silence crickets. crickets yep. That's exactly what happened to me. And mm-hmm. I think I told one joke that got a good chuckle, or whatever. But and you could literally see people just sitting in there, just staring. If it was the Apollo, I would have got booed off stage. And I remember my sister was in the audience, and she just had this little smiling kind of laugh on her face. I could tell she's trying to be supportive, but 
you literally saw people just bored out of their mind and was just kind of looking like, okay, is this it? Uh-huh. So I just, I just hurried. I just think I told one more thing. I just heard him got off that stage. It was so. Uh, and it, how old so were you? Bad. Oh, I was in my early twenties. I had okay, to been, okay. yeah, between twenty and twenty-two. I want to say. Okay. How about you, Ray? Give us, give us one where you want to just run off stage as soon as possible. Well. Well, whenever I uh, pick up silence and silence, uh, if it's two seconds of silence, you're not getting the response you want. You have to come back and like kind of force them to laugh at something, which I can typically do. If my if my joke bombs, I'm going to kind of force the crowd to laugh at something. But I will tell you something kind of I remember, which was very embarrassing. No, like if mm-hmm. you tell a joke and it's not working, you have to address that. Uh, what do you call that? That elephant. Whatever they call it. Um, you can't leave it as just silence. In the room. The elephant in the you, room. You can't leave silence in the room. You just gotta uh, address that you bombed until they laugh. Something like that. Anyway, I get that a lot. So because I'm, I'm well, give me give, give me your only, your worst your worst example. Yeah, no, yeah, like yeah. say a joke is not getting the response. You just have to be there. It depends on how they react. You can just get a quick comeback. You got to know how to come back. And I find myself coming back more than I do material. That's that's bad. So, um, but there was one show I did at the Punchline, and I brought my wife and my wife's friend, and I was getting ready in the car by uh, by smoking out, right? Oh, wow. high, high in the car. Oh wow. So um oh hitman's got his own experiences. Oh <laughs> um, or he doesn't approve. Hitman's a drug free comedian, yeah, right? He did dare <laughs> and Friday yeah. night live. And, that's yeah. and right. he danced. Well, you know, he danced uh-huh, so you wouldn't uh-huh. do drugs, right? And he goes to <laughs> and he goes to <laughs> PTA meetings to do stand up. What is your problem, Ray? Okay, go ahead, right? Continue. I'm Tell him, Lorenzo, to, say no up. to drugs and then dance across the room. MC Hammer shuffle <laughs> across the screen. Oh, yeah, Wally. And, and so, swing uh, DJ Bodega. I, I paid right. for it. Uh, I was up on stage and trying to tell my last joke. I was already over Where time. At? Where at? Where uh, at? At the punchline. At the punchline. It was a, a showcase. Okay. Know, there were some headliners. Uh, it was my turn. Um, I already got the light hit on me. Like, <clears throat> five minutes ago and I'm still trying to get through this one joke and uh, I'm getting the cotton mouth and it, it was kind of obvious and people were trying to I was saying where was I and they're trying to uh, remind me where I was during that, that joke and I finally finished it and just got off the stage the next comic just made so much fun of me um, that was pretty embarrassing that's it, guys. I could imagine. I could. Yeah, no, I could imagine. I've been to a show at Punchline where it actually was uh, it was four comedians. The opening act was actually the son of the headliner. Mm. And the dad came out beforehand and said, look, this is my son. And you guys came out to see me, uh, but he's just starting this, you know, so let's give it up for him. Blah. He was trying to be all, you know, and his son was so bad. I mean, just so oh. bad. Nobody laughed. It was dead. And um, and he was trying to do like Mexican type stereotype type of jokes to many white audience. And people were just like, what is this? Like, this doesn't work. And then his yeah. dad came up and his dad was OK. His dad wasn't like that funny, but his dad was he was a headliner. But it was it's one of, the, you know, the you know, those guys that headline like um, Monday through Wednesdays because yeah. they get, okay. they're not getting the Yeah, they're not getting the Thursday through Sunday, whatever slot. You know, so it was a free show I went to. And it was it was pretty bad. Like the funniest guy was like the it's third done. dude. And um, but man, I'm telling you, that son must have felt so bad because I mean, I I had to poop just so I can leave during his set. Just just get up and go. It was pretty bad, man. So wow. Um but, me of one show yeah. I went to at the Lorenzo um and the uh, comic Took yeah. forever to tell his joke. He had like cotton mouth or something. 
Gonna get the hell off stage. <laughs> and the next guy who came up was funny. Oh, like yeah, I was there. That I was guy. at that show. I was there. And he was, was funny. There. And then and then the third guy was well, like, not that's there. not salsa music. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's cumbia. <laughs> we and then, it's just that you painted such a vivid picture. <laughs> Okay, and then you painted some such random a lady picture up and felt said, like I was there, leaving. a dream within a dream within a dream. <laughs> then Lorenzo started stripping. <laughs> it was a great show, man. It was great. Oh, that would have been good. That would have been good. All right, uh, let's take a quick break here. Our nerds. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take we'll take a break here on uh, nerds talking the podcast. You cut out. I don't know what happened to him. We'll take a break here. Our nerds talking. Yeah, let's we'll be take right back. Yeah, let's take a break while the fix composes himself. We'll be right back. I don't know what happened right there. It looks like we lost one of our hosts, and uh, maybe he went to go take a phantom poop. You know, he's like, "Oh no, I got a poops coming." You know, maybe from a, from a couple episodes ago, he he pooped himself in a target. So maybe he's taking the phantom poop. I don't know. And then as for Ray's impression, that's quite interesting too. I mean. Was that an impression? The one before that by Lorenzo was pretty good, Bill Cosby. And uh, I kind of felt violated a little bit, but it's okay. I like Bill Cosby because with the poom pops, you know? He's like, oh, you got the poom pop. Anyway, so right back to the show, Nerds Talking to Podcast. All right, welcome back to Nerds Talking. We're here with uh, Ray Ray, Funny Man Valido, and Lorenzo Hitman Thornton. Hey. And. Uh, <laughs> And I got some questions. I I know that we're in a in a in a pandemic, a little lockdown. Um, but I've seen around town, and I I've heard also like outdoor stand up. <laughs> I've I've seen the advertising for it. Does that interest yes. you at all, Ray? For outdoor stand up, have you tried it, or do you want to try it? Or I've been to a couple of your well, shows. But- I'm just curious if you, is, that, is that something you'd want? to I do? would try it over a Zoom. Uh, I've heard of that too. <laughs> right? How I'm, I don't understand how that would work. Because don't, don't you doesn't as a comic don't you feed off you know the audience whether good or bad you feed off of that right, Lorenzo? And, yeah, you got the other guys online. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Usually we'll feed off an of audience, but it also depends on um, you know. Uh, yeah, like you said, the whole Zoom thing. I mean, because. Sometimes you just have comics just feeding off of each other on those kind of things, um, and but on on that like on, on a Zoom thing, a Zoom thing, I've seen it on Facebook advertising on Facebook. But in that instance, doesn't it seem like it's just a bunch of comics? Maybe just like you said, feeding off each other. But is it more like feeding off each other? Or is it more of making fun of each other? And is it's there probably, really an audience besides themselves? Of, you know, it's probably a combination of both. Most more than likely a combination of both, because yeah, I did one of those outside shows, um, but it was more of a show. Like it was like a showcase I did, and um, well, the one I did, it wasn't a lot of people there at all, and it was freaking free. It was so, and I I really didn't do well because it was hard for me to concentrate. It was too damn cold, and you saw people walking around. Um, and when you only have like what seven eight people. <laughs> there right 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 and um and see but they had they were using like the headphones everybody was wearing headphones like people that was there watching the show that way when you talk into the mic they can hear you through the headphones oh so that way you don't disturb like the people around people yeah businesses or whatever uh yeah yeah which is a great idea but i probably shouldn't have been wearing the headphones to hear myself i should have just took them off and just did my stuff because i was (laughs) you're probably thinking to yourself who is this guy he's not even funny (laughs) yeah exactly i was just too distracted and and I just had some other stuff going on on my mind that that night, so I kind of psyched myself out, so I didn't give my best performance I could. Um, no, but if- yeah, <clears throat> yes, yeah, so us comics go through that. We have our we have our bad nights. Now, if you have a small crowd like that, uh, Ray, if you have a small crowd like that, do you give a hundred percent, or you just go, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm just gonna do whatever I want because it's just a small crowd. No, no. You have to give it a hundred percent. You actually have to give more the smaller the crowd because now you're, it's a little bit more of a challenge 
unless they're just all fans of yours and you're just killing it. Uh, mm-hmm. Bigger crowds tend to, uh, there's going to be more laughter. But smaller crowds, okay. I've got yeah, some, five sometimes, people. Yeah, sometimes smaller crowds are better shows sometimes. So is it is it the intimacy you try to get like really connect with like say like the five people that are there if you can get all five yeah. laughing with you at the same time that's better than trying to get a whole room of people trying yeah, to laugh sometimes. sometimes because with the small crowds and that's the funny thing about when you especially when you do the open mics and you get see the small crowds because if you look at a big audience you can always see the people that don't laugh mm-hmm. you can see some mm-hmm. of the you can see people that that they're laughing, they're enjoying the show, but they're not giving it up, but they're enjoying it and having a good time in right. their own way. Mm-hmm. And then you got mm-hmm. people that laugh their ass off. Right. Mm-hmm. And with and when you get small crowds, sometimes you'll get a small portion of each of those audience members at an open mic. Right. Or a showcase. Right. And that sometimes that can be difficult. It took me a long time to learn to I don't know if master is the right word to say on how to handle um, if you get a small crowd or, or, and to go back to what Ray said about, um, you know, if you're bombing or, and it took me a long time to learn how to master how to handle if the crowd, if people aren't laughing. And so I already, I already have some stuff set up in my mind some ammo, so to speak, on how to handle if a crowd isn't laughing. Or if you could tell someone's not having a good time or you're getting that kind of feedback. But at the beginning, oh, oh, I wanted to kill myself. Right. Like at the beginning of this podcast, I was ready ready to kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) So he's back. I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm right here, people. I'm right here. My uh, connection dropped. Ray, are you are you ready to get back? Are you like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I'm. Have you been working on your stuff since this downtime, or are you? What's your plan? What's Honestly, your... no. Um, like I said, I was. I there are a lot of outdoor mics uh, that I could attend. You know, I'm on that Facebook. The point to know what all the comics are doing. I try to at least see what other comics are posting and what shows are out there. But I've actually been pretty inactive uh, with COVID and all and you know but well the thing is do you want to get, get back, back into there. it I do I do yeah yeah okay I wouldn't be writing material okay. I wouldn't be uh, paying attention to what they're doing if I didn't you know okay well how about this give me um <clears throat> Lorenzo give me like uh like two minutes of a good bit of yours like what you think is your oh, you missed it like, he did it I don't he know. did a whole five minutes while you were gone it, <laughs> did whole, I wasn't even off for five minutes. <laughs> and then Ray was um, killing it. Ray was killing it. Ray was he killing like, it. Oh yeah, because he was dying every two seconds, so he had to totally get back in. Just it. jump right in every time. Yeah. I mean, give me like, give me, give me two minutes. What you say is something that always works. A bit that always works. Um, give us your best two minutes. Don't yeah. disappoint. <laughs> Well, I can say, you know, like last week like I was. If you were on that show, what's that show that? Oh, well, like I can say last week, you know, going to uh, Walmart and I was going, and I was doing some shopping, and like, like some, 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 some of these kids today are a trip because I, I, I'm not understanding it or get it at all. You know, I'm, I'm walking in there, minding my own business, and I accidentally bumped into, you know, one of the one, one of these kids. You know, I'm like, oh, excuse me, I fault didn't mean to bump into you, you know. This little motherfucker turns around and looks at me with this like old NWA Ice Cube look, you know. It's like, what you watch where you going? You don't get hurt around here, fool. You gonna get blasted, bitch. And I'm just like, somebody get this white girl out my face, fucking redhead with freckles, fucking strawberry shortcake going all G unit and shit. So it's stuff like that. Always, always, you know. Gotta get laugh in the crowd because they don't expect that. I was on mute. Sorry. No, I get <laughs> the punch my ass punchline off. is a, it's a little <laughs> redhead girl <laughs> saying those things. Um, the funny part is when you when you first said uh, sorry to bump into you, you sounded like a pleasant person from the south. 
You were like, I'm sorry for bumping into you there, young lady. I just, um, and she's like, oh, you better watch your back. I'm going to kill you. Oh, man, you little girls are crazy. <laughs> like, um, and then Ray, Ray, give me, give me like a bit that you do two minutes. He's like, no, no, please, no. <laughs> so, so I feel like it's I'm unfair. You pissed to off just- an uncle. You gotta get me in a in, in the context. I have to be. But a, don't in a you? Okay, so I, I guess for you then, when you're doing your your stand up, you necessarily don't have like bits that you do over and over. Then right, you more or less kind of I do get into a conversation mode and kind of fit no, your no, no. jokes into it. Is that how you do it? I, I have a, a plan set. You know, I have notes that I mem- You know, there's there's bits I do want to tell and work out and see if they work or not or some that i've done before that i've gotten good results with and then it just depends on the crowd how do i deliver this joke um how do i end it it's i don't go up there like a lot of people on their first night they just attempt to stand in front of the mic and be funny without a real plan you still have to have a plan you know so, <clears throat> You can even have like a notepad in front of you. If it's an open mic, have that legal pad. Some of the funniest comics I saw had a yellow legal pad in front of them. Oh, this shit works. Okay. And uh, so if your question is, do I just go up there and have a conversation? No, I have a, I have a plan. And maybe it's not working. Maybe I'm not funny with a plan. I don't know. I need to get back out there, guys. I'm going to invite you. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. So definitely. I haven't done a wedding since uh, I don't know. I'm gonna do one in, in April. Uh, Unless that uncle blackballed you from all the weddings. Yeah. No, no, we're still making money, man. <laughs> so um so Ray's looking forward to getting back out there. Lorenzo, I know you have your own YouTube channel. Why don't you yes. tell us about that a little bit and uh, what's that yeah. all about? Yeah, YouTube channels. Uh, YouTube channels called Raw Reaction TV. Um, it's kind of like what you guys do here, but um, I just my own channel where I get my nerd on and uh, talk about a lot of comic book stuff, or I do uh, show reviews or trailer reactions, you know, that kind of thing. Or I get, you know, I get to explore my blurred side a little bit. Um, you know, just things like that, you know, where I, you know, my last review I was doing, I did the Mandalorian review right now. I'm doing uh, WandaVision. Um, yes, yeah, so the things like that, uh, for the time being. What do you think of WandaVision? Uh, it's a good idea. I, I like it. I mean, I knew what to, ex- I knew what the show was going to be like, so I wasn't totally shocked or disappointed I mean, it's got some people are saying, oh, it's slow, you know, it's boring, you know, because they're expecting, you know, Avengers Endgame, Infinity War, Civil War, you know, they want the bells and whistles, some Michael Bay type stuff going on. And it's like, no, it's a whole different vibe, a whole different type of energy, the shows that they're doing with this show. And it's good. Well, that's how I felt when I first started watching it. I thought it was a little lackluster. But as you get into it and as you know, I rewatch the first, you know, couple episodes. Wow. You're like, man, okay, this is actually pretty good. Um, and then the build up, the build, the slow build up is what makes it good. Um, you know, yeah. everything that you see coming out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. But I'm gonna be yeah. really disappointed if all this is just in Wanda's head. You know, because she's controlling everything. You can see she's controlling everything. So if this is all in her head, I'm going to be really disappointed. Well, I don't know how Vision's alive anyway. I mean, well, that, that's that's the tricky part because um, if you're familiar with comics, or if you've if you read the House of M, um, Wanda basically is dealing with you know trauma, you know, because she lost you know Vision. Some of y'all that have not seen Avengers Endgame or whatever, you got or Infinity War, too bad. Big time spoiler alert here. Um, because you know, Vision died twice in front of her. The first time she killed him, second time Thanos killed him. Right. 
So she's still dealing with some major, major, you know, post PTSD trauma with that situation. And she's extremely powerful in the comics. She's extremely powerful. Um, but yeah, see, I'm, I, can, I can go on for hours about this stuff. Now, Ray, are you a, a nerdy dude, nerdy guy? You watch that kind of stuff? You like that kind of stuff? I am a nerdy guy, but I don't watch that kind of stuff. I did yeah. watch Endgame and because uh, my son forced me. Mm. <laughs> I had to watch it twice, and I, I appreciate it. leave the, the show now, time. sir. Yeah. Time to say goodbye. No, no, no. I love the Matrix, so. Matrix, boo, boo, <laughs> overrated garbage. <laughs> what? By the way, Kowski sisters, just garbage. The first one. Yeah, but, well, the, yeah, first, the first, one first one is good. good. First one's good. Second, Second one's one was it's, it gets okay. it gets worse as it goes along. So I was yeah. an extra in that movie, so yeah, all three of them were good. Seriously, me too. I was nah. an extra in part three, also. I was an extra in part four. Mm-hmm. Really yeah. for me, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be in that one scene where he goes by on the motorcycle. I'm you know the, mo- the sandwich, the new um, the shop holding sandwich. <laughs> the new movie, The Batman. I'm an extra in that. Look for me in that one. Nice. Yeah. So. Um, well, yeah. I know they shot. I know they shot some up in Canada for that. Uh, I think it's all shot in London or some shit. Um, oh, I was an extra oh. in that then. I was just over there in London. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I was just an extra in uh, Matrix Reloaded. Oh, yeah, because we didn't get that far into what I did. Other than stand-up, I've done acting, um, mostly extra work. Uh, the first horrible Hulk movie I did, um, I was an extra I was an extra in, in that one, too. And uh, yeah. Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions, they shot those back-to-back. Mm, 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 mm. very good so you're an actor a stand-up comedian a hitman yeah um and a stripper a dick wrangler yep (laughs) (laughs) um you're just you're talented rage is a wedding dj that gets no i i i was on the radio and i pursued tv commercials he actually was on the radio he was on a in sacramento california he was on on the biggest station out there Right, you were. Were yeah. you on? Were you on one hundred two? I was a. I was a minor celebrity. I had groupies and everything. That's right. That's yeah. right. Carlos, how oh, about yeah. you? You're an actor, a podcaster, an artist, a failed physical fitness person. <laughs> I, how am I failed? I still work out. That <laughs> doesn't mean much. Um, <laughs> anyway, I played uh, amateur <laughs> soccer. Fantastic, fantastic. We're not here yeah. to talk about your life yeah. story. You asked, asshole. I didn't. I didn't ask. I want to throw it out there. I didn't yeah. ever ask. I never said, "Hey, what are you doing with you?" You did. You're like, "Hey, Carlos." Uh, anyway, <laughs> losers. Oh, um, the brotherly love. But yes, um, the old cat lady. I am the gold cat lady. Yeah. Who likes Shit. to poop himself and pee all over his van? What I do at night is I shove one of my cats in my shorts and I go to sleep. Hopefully. Wow. Hey, surprise when you wake up. Never strange know. Addic- strange addictions. Mm, strange addiction. <laughs> um, I have two cats. One's named Ray, one's named Hitman. So wow. but um <laughs> Um but uh, and they're they're both more pussies. They're both pussies. The pressure of my cats. Oh, here it is. Yeah, I got one. I got oh, yeah. Pressure of my cats. cats angry at the other cat right uh-huh. so check this out it's gonna be good yeah. <laughs> okay, right? so was that like We're a done, that, right that was a ray setup right that was a ray <laughs> setup. it wasn't as uh, it wasn't as genius though it was not as genius as that it was not because oh, i could you imagine it was um, better if the cat said what happened to tony <laughs> <laughs> and what <laughs> I remember anyway, that, drug lord. anyway. That was Alex. Alex. Oh, this is this has been what fun. I mean, the good yeah, thing like about this. stand this up, fun, the stand up thing is the fun part about it is your experience of, of it, whether whether it's good or bad, because not many people exp- will ever experience that ever. They'll never get to get that feeling of even if you bomb, that's still an experience. Other people right. don't. They, they people won't understand because you know most people will tell you I have stage fright. Oh, I, I could never speak in front of a large group of people. You know, um, the largest audience most people will ever have is their funeral. 
you know and they wow. can't even speak at that wow yeah and wow. even then they can't speak at that. Yeah. <laughs> good point <laughs> stage wow. fright here's your chance here's your chance right why isn't he coming out he's staying in the green room the whole time Uh, (laughs) oh look he's bombing i'm gonna leave a printout of my set when i die yeah are you gonna bear wait you're gonna leave it for who though Uh, for whoever come and do it for the for the priest oh oh the priest will do your set yeah 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 yeah, and then what do you think what do you think what do you think the response will be same. Same shit. Same shit. It's like Cry, as we lay here. As we lay here, Ray is equivalent to his audience members. Like what? <laughs> Dead okay. silence. Please respond as you did for all his shows. Ray, it's been two seconds. Let's let's get out of this thing. Let's go. <laughs> Would you come back? Hey. Well, Ray wrote a comeback in case you guys are silent. That's right. Yep. Give, it you give it to you now. Uh, here right. we go. No, the, the choir will give it to you. The choir will give it to you. Uh, wow. You guys are all dipshits. So, oh, man, too good. Well, that's been our show. Thanks for joining us here on Nurse Talk of the Podcast with our guest, Ray Valido, Lorenzo Hitman Thornton, and of course, hey, Carlos. Are you guys, uh, Carlos, I know you, the jury, they got the plugs in. You guys all you got your plugs in, your yeah. websites, your podcast. You, you guys are good. Ah, my internet dropped and I had to reset the modem mm. and take a phantom poop. All yes, right, everyone. Sir. Thanks Raw for joining us TV. here. There you go. Thanks for joining us here on Nerds Talking the Podcast. Peace. See you next time. Deuces. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of New Talk of the Podcast with our stand-up comedians. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I didn't hear any real comedy from those two individuals that came on to the show. So maybe um, they could take some pointers from the two hosts. They were kind of funny guys. They're always kind of funny guys. You know, uh, uh, Kyle's never yet. They're kind of funny fellas. So, um, and, you know, it's a little advice of stand-up comedy. If you can't make fun of yourself, it's not really going to work out in the end. You got to be funny yourself, everybody. Thanks for listening. Nurse talking the podcast.